0: welcome back gripsters boils and ghouls welcome to another episode
1: tonight's episode we're going to review and discuss the movie duel and also the car so as always grab your favorite beverage hang out with us and have a gruesome good time now let's start the show Memos joining me again tonight for another episode. It's good to have you. Thank you, Paul. I'm here in the high desert, dying in the heat. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty hot. I mean, it's not scorching, but we're sitting in the the crypt slash my garage, and it's it's starting <laughs> to boil kind of, a little. Yeah, it's kind of steamy in here. Yeah, it really is, especially you know because you have your shirt off. So put that shit back on. Oh, okay, it's God getting pretty it. steamy. Maybe <laughs> let me, let me uh, put away these tassels that I have on my nipples. <laughs> no, you can keep those. Just. You know, put the shirt back on. I can see him through the shirt. (laughs) So summer's around the corner. It's already getting pretty hot around here.
0: It already, Yeah, it feels like summer right now. Yeah, it does. But we're in spring.
1: Yeah, we're in spring. And we're sweating balls. I think that's because we are locked in the fucking garage right now, though. And we can't turn the fan on because we don't want to annoy you guys. So because it's summertime, we're talking summer horror movies. And Paul has his picks that he loves to watch every summer. Yes. um, We're talking Friday the 13th. We're talking Jaws. And I know those are the ones that everybody's thinking of. Yeah, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Uh, but for me, personally, I have a few that a lot of people wouldn't think of to put on their, their summer horror viewing list. That's a little more personal to me. The number one that I got to watch every 4th of July is Maximum Overdrive. Emilio Estevez, fucking amazing movie. I love it. It's so, so cheese ball, so cheesy, but it's great. So why is that one of your favorites for the summer? Um, and here's the thing. When I was a kid, I was probably maybe six or seven, Mm -hmm. we were at my mom's cousin's house or something, like second cousin's house or whatever, for the 4th of July barbecue, you know. We start popping off all the fireworks. But somebody left the TV on. We're out there for a little while, then I go in and I go to take a piss. And I look over and the TV's on, no one's in there. I look over at Maximum Overdrive's playing. I didn't know that's what it was. What, so, like, what part was it on? Was it, like, that? the, was
0: it the Green Goblin? That yeah, like, I, I know for like, sure it was like, the Green Goblin. That's, the, that's the one that kind of hooked you into it? Yeah, like, so, like, more? I
1: saw it. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And I'm sitting there watching it just for a few minutes, like, not even that long. And then I went back out to finish the fireworks. But um, after that, like, any time that I could... And this was back, you know, along back before the internet and shit. Mm-hmm. Um anytime that I could, I'd watch it around that same time, you know, summertime if not on 4th of July if I could. That meant I had to I had to go rent it. So there's been a few years where I couldn't do it until, you know, internet came around and and it was easier and cheaper to buy movies and shit. So I hear lately that's like every year I got to watch it. And my other picks, my other two picks kind of stem from that. Because Maximum Overdrive is about machines and trucks and cars in specific Mm -hmm. that go after and try to kill humans and kind of run on their own and shit. These other two movies are are similar in in that way where they're vehicles. Um, my, My other one is Duel from Steven Spielberg. And then we have The Car. And, and a lot of people may not know of the car. They might know Duel a little bit because it's Steven Spielberg's first movie. I know Memo didn't really know about I, it. I, I didn't know either
0: movie, but but um, I mean, until recently, I didn't uh, like Duel's the one that like I didn't know at all. I'm opposite. Okay, that's so really weird. yeah, I'm opposite. I didn't. I didn't. I've never heard of Duel until Paul told me to, about told me about this movie and to watch it. Okay, um, with uh, what's called the car. I didn't know about it till not not that long ago but it's it's funny cuz it has like it inspired other things that which I would watch like the Simpsons it Simpsons always has like little references to different stuff and the car does come up on it but Paul's the one that showed me that one cuz I missed that uh, treehouse of horror where they have that part yeah. with I the was car like, Casey House. Yeah <laughs> and and the one that I knew it from was from Futurama cuz I was a big fan of that see, one See I didn't see that and one and with Futurama they had the wear car which uh Bender turns into a car that looks like the you know from the movie oh, car. Oh nice. So, so they're all about yeah, it. Yeah and I think he, I, from what I remember I think he has the same type of horn as that one.
1: Then the car is probably more popular than I thought it would be.
0: <laughs> yeah cuz I mean that's the that's the one that I like I kind of like you know knew about but that was uh not too long ago.
1: Yeah, well, for me, it was, when I'm thinking about it, it was more of, I remember watching the car when I was a kid, and it was after the whole Maximum Overdrive, so it was on like USA or something, up all night, if you remember that. I'm sure you remember that.
0: I remember of it, but I yeah. mean, I didn't have cable, I was, yeah. I was poor. Well, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, they played a bunch of B-movies and shit, it was actually pretty cool. Mm. Uh, I, with B-movies, uh, I was,
0: uh, like, since I didn't have cable, uh, that was Elvira for us poor folk.
1: yes i was was actually watching elvira the other day she's funny yeah so i remember just watching it on one of those those late night tv things um and i was like oh this is cool you know this is this evil black car you know mowing people down i only caught a few minutes of it but it kind of stayed with me and it goes with again like once i was able to get the movie i actually just bought the the blu-ray last year because i was like oh fuck yeah and it was only 10 bucks wow yeah what a deal. What a deal. What a steal. Cryptsters. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Promo code <laughs> Cryptsters. <laughs> I Paul's promoting this thing, buddy, but
1: uh, yeah, you don't get any money for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just one of those things I got to watch every fucking summer. You know, not necessarily on 4th of July. That's Maximum Overdrive. You know, and then there's other like kind of movies like uh, Great Outdoors and shit like that, the comedies and, and stuff that I have to watch through the summer too. But right now on our show, we're talking about horror. Yep. It was actually pretty cool that you never you never seen a I, car or a duel. I never even heard a duel. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, I haven't heard of either one. But, I mean, after watching them, I was glad that you recommended them because, you know, I did enjoy them. It was something that I was like, well, I don't know if it's going to be any good.
1: Yeah. It's like not your cup of tea kind of shit? Or yeah. What?
0: I was like, like, eh, we'll see. Because, like, I mean, I've like I've heard of the car, but I didn't really know much of the story yeah. of it. After watching it, I was like, "Okay, I can see why they were inspired by it." And it wasn't a bad movie; it was pretty good. It was pretty entertaining. Um, and with Duel, that one also, you know, it was it was good. It had like for me, like there was some parts where like we'll talk about it. Like uh, some things could have been improved, in in, in in you know my my opinion. But I mean, it was a good movie as well, and it was for TV. Yeah. So it's now,
1: like- now Duel isn't necessarily a horror movie. It's more of like a suspense thriller kind of thing, but. It involves, you know, cars and and a guy chasing another guy in a car, and he's in this big, rusty fucking diesel. Yeah, and it kind of, like,
0: I've watched a different movie that was uh, sort of like it, so I'm pretty sure that it got inspired by it. Um, it reminded me of the, the movie Joyride. Uh, with that one, it, you know, it also had a trucker that, like, some couple did a prank on him, so, like, he ends up being, like, the crazy person chasing him. But it's got, you know, some more things where... It kind of got improved for me as far as, like, story-wise and, like, kind of uh, more tension-wise. But um, on uh, the thing about uh, the original that we're talking about uh, with Duel was it was done well because it kind of was more like this could really happen. With the other one, it was like, eh, like, it was over the top.
1: No, The Car is definitely a supernatural horror movie. You know, there's we'll get into it when we get into the reviews, but... It's definitely a, a horror. We, yeah, because
0: with with car that one, um, you know, it must have inspired uh, Christine. Oh yeah, as yeah, well. definitely. But I mean, it, it you know because almost the same thing, but a little bit different because uh, Christine, you know, demonic possessed car, different car. That's a um,
1: that's a great movie too. Yeah,
0: Stephen King, uh, you know, did that story. Yeah, and it pretty much stays. You know, like the the book and the, and the movie are pretty close. On That's that
1: one. one that like is it does follow the same kind of uh, tropes that Maximum Overdrive in the car mm-hmm. you know the ones that I have to watch every year but I really don't watch that that often.
0: Yeah the th- the thing I like about uh the car is is the horn. That's like yes. pr- and then that first opening scene. Yes. So when when we when I was watching it I was like you know that opening scene where there's a couple and then there there's uh they're biking through that path and it looks like, I don't know, to me at first I thought it was Yosemite because I went through Yosemite. There's a Yosemite pass where you go through a tunnel, but I looked it up. It's actually, you know, lots, lots of parts were done in Utah. Mm. So it was done over at one of the state parks over there. Oh, okay. So I was looking at it cause it reminded me of it and it was like, oops, it wasn't even <laughs> where I thought it was. <laughs> so yeah, like they're getting chased through, through like, you know, like a big open road area, windy. Um, and there's a big drop in a certain spots. Um, but, yeah, when they're getting chased and then that horn's going up, yeah. that, that, that horn makes that car, too. Like, the look of the car is awesome, too, but that horn is is uh, what uh, what I re- remember most about it.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. So, uh, with that, let's just go ahead and get into our overview of the car and kind of talk about what, what happens in the movie and how we feel about it, since we're already talking about it anyway. All right, and away we go. Yes,
0: visited the earth in many forms now
1: it returns as the car all right so the car was made in 1977 and it was directed by elliot silverstein james Brelin as captain wade parent kathleen lloyd as laurie humphreys And these are, like, the main characters in the movie. You have a lot of uh, side characters that are there a lot, but these are basically the main two characters that you kind of feel for a lot. Um, um, Josh Brolin's character, he is the main character you follow throughout the whole movie.
0: Yeah, um, he was, like, the only one that I recognize as far as, like... uh Who's in the movie? Yeah, James
1: Brolin. I mean, Amityville Horror.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, his, he doesn't look, you know, 100% the same on there because he's got the, the scraggly beard. Yeah. I mean, on, that's on, the on only Amity thing. Like, but, yeah. but, but yeah, like at first I was like, eh, like, you know, who's, who's that? And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, cause I had to look it up. I was like, is that him? Um, but yeah, like the, the movie, it, it has him. He's, he's a, a parent. He has two daughters. Uh, his, he recently lost his wife. Which they didn't have the best relationship uh, from the little talk that you know the dialogue that comes up on the movie.
1: Yeah, the daughters talk, talking about how I know like you guys didn't have the greatest time together, but hopefully she comes back and the other one's like that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. So and then uh, the the lady character with her, she's a the
0: te- she's a teacher. Yeah, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. She's a teacher, and uh, they, you know he's kind of like trying to like uh, you know the. They spend the night together and then like he's trying to kick her out the back of the door <laughs> without yeah. the the girl see they're,
1: they're together but you know, James um James's character, Wade, he doesn't he doesn't think that the girls are ready for uh They're woman not to ready stephan. to like
0: accept uh, you know, a change.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's why she was like I need to leave the back. Yeah, but, I mean, he kind of acts like if he, like,
0: you know, he doesn't know. I mean, they, I, the girls already have, like, know that what's going on. Yeah,
1: the girls don't care at all, really. Um, There's a there's a time where the, the older daughter was kind of afraid, like, that she's getting replaced. Get, replaced. Not necessarily the mom, but her herself. You know what's
0: funny when she was talking about that? She was, like, talking about, like, stuff that, like, it's like, you really still want to do that stuff? Cause, yeah. Because like, she was like, well... Like, is she going to, like, vacuum yeah, and, she, like me like, 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 yeah, take over? Yeah, she's like, like you like when I
1: vacuum, right? Yeah, you like when I do the dishes.
0: It's like, girl, you're telling him the wrong stuff. That yeah. stuff, you you should, like, hope that she does that stuff. <laughs> right? Right? Like,
1: yeah, hey, you can take <laughs> over for me. You, you totally know? should have been like, Lauren likes to vacuum, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah you know and then uh what else like the cooking and everything yes it's like what is lauren gonna do (laughs)
1: lauren's just gonna sit around and uh be a sex slave to (laughs) james brolin's fucking way parent the
0: the two girls are gonna be there with palm fronds and and, uh feeding feeding her grapes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes i think we're getting way carried away but i like the movie that we're making here (laughs) yeah uh
0: so if there's a remake yeah you can see that stuff yes so um yeah so that's what's going on with those two characters um but, uh, beforehand, like, I was telling you earlier, was that, that, that car, there's, uh, two, uh, like, that opening scene. Yeah, there's two young kids, and, and they're on bikes. What are they, like, maybe, like, in their early twenties, or, or, yeah. like maybe, like, late, late teens, teens. or something, yeah. Something like that. So, they're biking along, and then they're kind of joking with each other, uh, you know, like, the girl's like, yeah, you're going, you're, you're, you're slow, you're, you're, uh, you're getting old. And the guy's like, you know, like, pushing in, he passes her up, so, like, they, they're just kind of joking around with each other. And uh, out of nowhere, you just like see the car coming up in the background, and uh, like they're still like you know they're they're doing their thing, and uh, the, car, the car is coming up. Um, so you know the girl like you know like it starts honking that yeah, crazy. At this point, porn. you don't
1: really see the car that much. Like the the full car, mm-hmm. you kind of just see the the point of view of wh- whoever or whatever is driving, and out through through their point of view that just, like this. Tint, like thick tinted windows like this yellow kind of but do you see smoky but, color. but you do
0: see like through the car's point of view like but it's kind of like reddish
1: yeah that's what I'm talking about yeah. the 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 windows the tinted windows yeah
0: so like it's it's gonna like you know it takes out what I don't know what the girl's name was but it was it takes, Susie. Okay, so see, you, I mean, what, you seen it like 800 times? <laughs> I, ha- I have seen it a bunch of times,
1: but I also wrote the shit down for the, the episode.
0: Yeah, so, so it, you know, like, uh, like it's, it's going after her and then the, like the guy, you know, he notices it. So it's like, like he's worried for her, but you know, he doesn't have much time to worry because she gets taken out like a few seconds later. Yeah,
1: it's chasing her down and, uh, gets to the, where she's, it's basically touching the, the back tire of her bike. Mm hmm. And he knocks her off the cliff, which is—it's kind of funny when you watch it because it doesn't quite line up. Yeah, the, the it's shot. Bit,
0: but it kind of like it's it's smacks her to the side. It's like it like first it was like the wall. Yeah, and then there's like blood on the wall, so I guess it must have scraped her against the wall. Yeah, but then she flies off where there's like an open area. Where like right, like
1: if if you would think because when she's when it's driving, she's on a bridge and it's pushing her up against the, the little bit of wall on the bridge, mm-hmm. and then when it actually hits her. And she goes flying. It would be like the start of the wall on the very beginning of the bridge, and she goes flying off. So it kind of, it doesn't line up, but you just gotta say suspend fuck it. suspend belief. Yeah, you gotta say fuck it. You know, like yeah. it was still cool.
0: Yeah, to me, it was still it was, it was still strong opening yeah. you know, part. You know, because after she goes down, you know, now now the, the the guy is terrified because it's like okay, she's gone. He's sad about her dying, but he doesn't got much time to be sad yeah, because exactly. he's, he's, he's got to try- go. Yeah, he's trying to uh, you know not die as well so i mean he doesn't last much longer anyways because they get to a part where there's a bridge and that guy flies you know like the car knocks him out too and when he flies i felt bad because it's like you see the body just like going you know just flying off the bridge and it, it didn't look like a dummy to me (laughs) <laughs> they did, used a the real did, kid <laughs> it, uh, a good stunt man they just threw some balloons in the bottom of the I canyon know, i don't know did it look like a did it look like that was pretty good did it look like a dummy to you uh it's not not really but it looked pretty good they look they see it is like crash dummies back in the days it was <laughs> yes. actually humans with with a costume on hey
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what they couldn't afford to build a dummy yeah they
0: just so they, they just paid did, one they, instead. They, they just paid for a hobo stunt man to do that <laughs> part so, I don't know, it just felt, it was, like, crazy,
1: because it's, like, you see the person flailing, going all the way down. Um, another, another cool thing about that scene is, like, when, the right before he starts chasing, or he hits Susie, like, you have this music, and it's almost like Jaws, in a way. Yeah, It's really cool, like, it really set up the whole tone in the whole scene. Yeah, for a second
0: there, I kind of got the movies mixed, and I was like, oh, we got Paul, uh you know, recommended me a, a Steven Spielberg <laughs> movie. So I was like, hey, is this one it? <laughs> yeah, because like, the whole Jaws. was like, nope. And
1: and if you watch any of the docu- uh, documentaries and interviews of the people that made the movie, they they actually went out and set to make this movie as a Jaws kind of follow-up, uh, something along those lines because Jaws did so well. But it
0: did, you- it did have that feel because of like how, yeah. you, how you were describing the way that the uh, – the car was coming up. It was kind of like how the shark was coming
1: up exactly. on some people too. Exactly that, and that was the whole idea for this movie. Was let's make Jaws, but let's do something different. And hey, you know what? Let's make it a car instead mm-hmm. because Jaws was doing so well, and it worked. Like I fucking love this movie. I,
0: yeah, it's it's a good movie. I, I you know I watched it and it 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 was a good recommendation i i was not you know like paul why did you recommend this one to me <laughs> nah this this one was good it was worth a watch uh if, you know if you haven't seen it it's it is worth a watch go for it and you know leave us your opinion when when you do watch it and tell us what you think or even if you have watched it tell if it's is one of your favorites or you don't like it whatever
1: yeah just hit us up because we fucking love this movie but you know if you don't whatever so the next scene is this guy sitting there in the dirt in front of this house, and he's playing like a, a French horn. We, he says, it's a French horn. I had no idea it was a fucking French horn. He's playing an instrument, and he's uh, he wakes up. If it ain't drums, Paul, don't know what it is <laughs> exactly, or a guitar, <laughs> or banjo. <laughs> um, he looks over, and there's like this old man and his wife come running out of the door, or out running out of the house, and the old man's just fighting with them and bitching with the lady and all this and that. But you had a good point about the house.
0: Yeah, because um, I mean, it, the house was in the, in the background to the to the right, but you kind of don't notice it, and you more notice that there's a trailer. So when when I saw it at the beginning, before until you see the house, it's like when they zoom out and you can see it better. Um, I thought that they were coming at the trailer, so I, you know. I thought they were having the scuffle from the trailer or something.
1: <laughs> you thinking there's some trailer trash or something in there? Uh, well,
0: no, I just I just thought that you know they lived in trailers or something like like, but like that that was just they live in a trailer <laughs> like in the middle of the des you know like desert or field whatever that was yeah. Uh the dirt yeah. <laughs> So You're were, sitting
1: there looking at the scene and thinking why are they living in that trailer when there's a perfectly good house behind them? <laughs> well, I mean I I didn't see I
0: didn't see the house in the background. You kind of don't notice it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't notice it. No. I mean, I only watched the movie one time. Yeah. But like it, you notice it afterwards yeah. cuz like, you know, like during that thing, the 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 scuffle's going on and then the guy that was playing the French horn kind of to stands up for the lady because the the guy's, you know, being violent with her and uh the guy kind of wants to like stand up but he's kind of like uh you or me like just like we we're just we don't know what's going on we don't know this lady we don't know this guy yeah and it's not like if this uh the 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 music guy if that he's buff or anything it's just like some regular dude kind of looks like a hippie in a way yeah so i mean it's not like if he's the biggest guy who, who knows
1: if he can fight he was, or not he was a, a smart aleck for sure dude. yeah he the yeah jokes.
0: He, he had a smart mouth he
1: was he was yeah for for a for a few minutes, I like that one where Amos tells him that uh, if he doesn't leave, he's going to shove that that French horn up his ass and make him fart music for a year. Uh, <laughs> and then the guy's like, he's like, imagine that farting music for a year. That <laughs> was so fucking funny. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: So the the hippie musician is you know over on on the side of the road right there, uh, and he sees a, a car coming in the distance. Which is the uh, the main car from the movie? Yeah, but he doesn't know that yet. Uh, we know that, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. And he, he thinks
1: it's just a, a guy that he can get a hit, uh, hitch from. Yeah,
0: and 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 there hasn't been any news about like the car knocking out those two bicyclists yet. That's that hasn't hit anybody yet. No one knows about it. So he's out there. He sees a car coming. Uh, he tries to thumb it to get a ride from that car, thinking uh, he's it's his lucky day. Yeah,
1: he starts imagining that it's like some hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: you know it's really big Bertha right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: large Marge. Uh, but you know
0: actually it would have been better if it would have been big Mer- uh, Bertha instead of the car.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So so the car comes by and you know it almost uh, hits him. So he's all pissed and 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 uh, yelling yelling stuff at at the car. And then uh, the car stops and and comes back and he's like, oh, you know, like to me, I'm like he still thinks it's his lucky day. Yeah. So well,
1: what he does is he flips it flips the car off. And then it stops, and then he he says something. What does he say?
0: I, I don't know. He's kind of like retracting it, like, oh, okay, I take it back. So the car starts coming back, and I don't know. To, he's still thinking it's his lucky day, and the the car ends up, you know, reversing right on top of him. So that's it for that guy. But I mean, it gets him once, but it go it, it multiple. It's like it runs him over multiple times. Yeah, it Four, goes back, yeah. Yeah, back and forth and and the the guy that was the the vicious like wife beater he's seeing that from the from that uh from his house from the second story uh so we actually do see the house he's not living in a trailer like <laughs> <Okay>. i thought <laughs> So second story trailer. Yeah. You know, he he built that that house uh, within a few seconds that we (laughs) turn around. No, So I guess, you know, it's just something I miss. So the guy's up there. He sees the car run the guy over. So he sees it. But I mean, there's dust everywhere because it's a dirt road. So um, later on, he gets questioned about what he saw, and you know they're they're hitting up like oh did you see the plates did it have plates blah blah, blah. uh he couldn't you know at first he was answering questions and then he decided to stop uh because the cops were kind of like looking at him a little bit harder because they were kind of noticing the wife
1: yeah the wife's standing there and and she's not talking and she looks like she got messed up a little bit um one of the I think it was like the, the you know the sheriff yeah, or something yeah
0: the 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 main sheriff the 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 lead one um he starts kind of like touching her like tenderly yeah his name and, was and everett of, and then kind of looking like a sad kind of thing but but the thing though is when i first saw it i was like man what's this this hair yeah, is creepy he was kind of creepy yeah like you, he's like, you, you he's understand. like why are you touching this guy's wife but then later and it comes up later like hey you know that they, they knew yeah. each other from before and he knew that 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 woman was getting beat yeah
1: so it totally made sense after the fact. But first, you're like, this guy's a little touchy-feely. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, I
0: was like, you just come up to like, some uh, random couple. Like, you, you know, even if the woman gets beat, you think she really wants to get touched by another person?
1: <laughs> That's the first thing you go for. Oh, yeah, she looks like she got beaten, raped. Let me go over there yeah, and touch she's, all she's, over. She's
0: nice and tenderized. <laughs> she looks like she's in the mood. <laughs> all right, my opening. Um, so yeah, like they, you know, they're questioning about that because they they find out about the the musician getting ran over first, um, and then later on it comes up where they you know more news comes up where they find out about the bicycle list. So they go you know and check that out, uh, and they only find that the uh, the the girl you know that she's the one that got hit. They find her body. Yeah, Susie. Yeah, but they couldn't find the boy. They 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 suspected. That he had something to do with it. So he's like a suspect there. They know about the car in the other spot. So they don't know that anything's connected yeah. yet.
1: The, there's another officer named Luke standing there with him. And he's trying to tell him, like, the kid's my neighbor. And he's, he he's told the, me he was going off to some uh, some interview or something. So he's not even here.
0: Yeah. And, and he, he kind of, he's like, that. He knows him. And he's a good kid. Yeah. Uh, we're over at the police station. And the female is there, the one that got beat. And the husband's in the background, but they're trying to question her. Afterwards, we'll, with the questioning, uh, we find out what happens. But while they're questioning, you know, he wants him to press charges.
1: Yeah, she's black and blue all over the face. And yeah. He's trying to tell her, like, you need to press charges or he's just going to walk. We know what he's doing, but if you, don't, if you don't tell us and you don't press charges, there's nothing we can do.
0: Yeah, so, like, she she kind of wants to, but, like, she, she, she's not strong enough. So she ends up taking her their son. and and well here's here's the
1: thing about that that scene too if you noticed and we already we already said right now that everett's kind of creepy but you get he's got good intentions and you find out that that was his long lost love from in high school you know he wants her back yeah um so he's sitting there and he's trying to get her to press charges and you know she's she looks like she's starting to, to get what he's saying by you know if you don't say anything then we can't do anything about it but then he gets into that part where he's like you know, we'll lock him up, and then me and you can go uh, talk things. And he grabs her hand. Go
0: wow wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and instinct reaction, she grabs his, and is looking at him for a little bit, and then kind of realizes that. Wait a minute, what the fuck's going on? Like, you're trying to get at me, you're trying to get in my pants after all this shit, <laughs> and just gets up and like fucking storms out.
0: Yeah, so uh, she heads out, and then uh, later on, that's when it's uh, found out that. They uh, they had a, a past, you know. He talks about like yeah, like they they went to high school together, so they know each other. Um, and what's uh, the next step is? Uh, they're they're out. You hear the uh, the couple outside, and the guy's like, "I'll, I'll you know that he wants to drink, and he'll you know like so they're arguing because the you know the lady wants him to to come home, and he wants to go have a drink so he he just uh they you know end of argument of course he, he's going to go drink anyway so he goes after that. he's going to go to the bar you see the car in the background so it's kind of you know just lurking right there yeah in and and, the shadows yeah, all and creeper then, style yeah so it's out there and then inside you you, t- you know the cops are there brolin is is with that that uh police chief and uh the old man is saying hey you know let's let's get a beer cuz he's kind of upset about what happened so he kind of wants to forget about things, have a beer with, with his buddy. So they agree to have a beer together, but, you know, the the captain ends up going first. And then uh, the sheriff's like, hey, I'm going to stay behind, wait for so-and-so. And then, you know, he'll meet him over there. So the the captain goes out there, goes across the road. And uh, when he's going out there, the captain and, and the, the wife beater, are both out there the car you know it, it wants to get the wife beater because i guess because he's a witness even though like he's not gonna he doesn't know who's driving the car yeah so the car you know goes for the guy but uh the wife beater uh jumps out of the way on the last second and it kills the police chief yeah it just mows everett down yeah so he you know so he's gone um so it's a bigger thing. They they find out, hey, it's the same car that ran over that, that uh, musician kid. And, you know, so the pieces start coming together. Mm-hmm. So they're interviewing uh, a Native American woman uh, over there. and uh, She was a witness also. Yeah. And uh, one of the police officers, there's actually two that are Native as well. So they know the language. But uh, the the male officer is interviewing her, Chaz. asking her different questions and translating. Yeah, his name's Chaz. Yeah, so Chaz is uh, translating. And they're asking her very uh, different questions. So she's answering and then they come up to one question and he doesn't want to say what she's what she says. He yeah. just and then uh, Brolin asked like, hey, you know, what's what, what did she say? You know, he wants to know. And he's like, oh, no, it's just, you know, some crazy Native American talk, you know. It's, it's nothing yeah and afterwards when you know, when they head out like uh, a few minutes later the other native american comes up to Broly and tells him no you know what what she said was that there was nobody driving the car
1: so uh, they end up getting a call about a body found and it ends up being the other boy riding the bike with Susie. so he's not a suspect anymore <laughs> yeah so he's definitely not a suspect maybe well i mean i guess it could have been you know he's he could have been driving around the car and shit, too, and then
0: the, the, he messed up and fell off the mountain yes. or, or the bridge.
1: Yes, they don't know. And then there's this really cool shot of the car driving through like this desert landscape, and the, the, the desert's like, kind of dark. It's still in the daytime, but the way the tone of the, the film itself, the, the desert's kind of dark, and I, I like how he's just cruising through the, the desert right there, the dirt. I, I, I thought it was a really cool shot.
0: Yeah, so they're they're talking after everything's going on, and then they know that car, you know, is is the main suspect of like it's multiple, it's hit multiple people and well killed multiple people already uh, in this town. Um, they're they're trying to figure out what to do, and uh, they get a call from a, from the school because uh, I guess they're kind of it's not that big of a town. They're they're hearing word of what's going on, so they were supposed to have some type of uh, marching band uh, thing going on. And, they you know, the school's calling to see if, if they're still going to do it. And uh, they go, oh, well, uh, you know, not right now, maybe a little bit later.
1: Yeah, just post- postpone it post- for postpone later it, on but, the
0: day. Yeah, postpone it. But then later on it comes up where uh, the sheriff's like, no, nah, you know, he didn't want them to do it.
1: But- he tells Luke to go ahead and cancel it after he already told uh, another officer to just go there and uh, tell him later on in the day. Mm-hmm. He, he turns around and tells Luke, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. Or Luke says it, he doesn't think it's a good idea. So uh, Wade's like, yeah, go ahead and cancel it. So Wade's thinking it's it's said and done. But the car ends up showing up there because Luke never fucking called. He never called to cancel it. So the car is there, and, like, it, it's really cool how it comes up. Off in the distance, you see a reflection kind of in the mountain. Off in the distance, they do the shot to where there's a another officer is on like this little tower thing and in the background while he's looking at the kids and making sure everything's okay. Yeah. He's looking well, the wrong way. Yeah. In the, in, cause in you the can other, see, you can see
0: the bright flashes yep, in, in, in the, the back other of you.
1: Yeah. You got those, those little bright flashes coming up and you're mm-hmm. like, Holy shit. You're just thinking, fuck
0: it's coming. <laughs> and then if you're like uh one of those newbie horror people, you're like, turn around. Yes,
1: exactly. I'm sure that's how it was. If you saw the shit in the theater,
0: turn around. <laughs> Yeah. Get down off of that shit. You're looking the wrong way.
1: (laughs) So it was a really cool scene. I like that. And it comes, you know, coming up with this horn and all this, this wind coming through. And that wasn't one thing that they, they brought into it with this scene is when this, when this car is coming around, it's got like this raging wind just blowing everything away all over the place yeah i mean it's dirt
0: all you know there so it's you know it's uh low visibility for everybody yeah.
1: it just adds to the effect too with all that dust flying around and you can't really see what's going on too much Adds to the fear the tension
0: yeah so it you know it ends up going there and then and the people are like panicked so they're like running for their lives uh trying to find a place to hide uh you know multiple people fall down um. So yeah, there's
1: some there's some guys on horseback. Yeah, right. they're they're there to practicing like some show for them, for whatever parade they're they're rehearsing. Yeah, and the and, horses freak out too. Yeah, the horses start freaking out, and the car actually gets onto the track and starts running down a lot of the guys on the horses. Now, this movie isn't a bloody, gory movie. No, I don't really think there's a whole lot of blood in it at all. Aside from like the beginning when you saw it on the wall, mm-hmm. there's a, a little bit here and there, but this isn't a gory movie at all. So. When you're, when you're no, watching...
0: Cause, yeah, because, I mean, especially, like, I mean, the, the, the beginning part, like, there's just a little bit of blood right there. Yeah. And it could have been worse when they found the bodies because, I mean, if they did want to make it gory, like, when, like, nowadays, if you, they they would make it more realistic where it's, like, and more gory, yeah. it's, like, you know, you would see it and you would see those bodies, like, you know, torn up.
1: This is, that's actually what's really cool about this movie is it's, it's, it's frightening, um, but at the same time, like... That part's watch
0: that, Yeah, that part's toned down, but, yeah. and, and uh, more audiences yeah, can watch. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you know, my son watched it, and he fucking loved it. I watched it when I was a kid, like I mentioned, and it was great. Yeah, so it's and, one and, of those.
0: And it's still good, like, like either way, without the glory. It doesn't yeah, it really doesn't need, need it. it. at all. Yeah. So,
1: um, but with this scene that I'm talking about, you see him running down these, these guys on the horseback, on the horseback, and they fall, but you're, you're kind of left, like, did he kill them? Or yeah, because it because it doesn't fall. show it,
0: but but you know you know he killed him.
1: Well, yeah, it, it's uh, they want you to believe he killed him because you know they're they're showing him kind of running into him and shit. But I'm mm-hmm. talking like
0: yeah, I mean that you wouldn't have
1: really killed anybody just falling like that. Yeah, you don't. That, you,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, I mean,
1: he, even when they ran over Everett, it wasn't it's not gory, so it kind of just showed him getting thrown back. Yeah, and then him laying on the ground, which you he looked completely fine to me. Just get up, Everett. But that's because they wanted to do that. They didn't want it to be a super gore fest. Um, I'd like to think that they were thinking of other people in mind to try to watch this movie, you know, younger kids, younger adults.
0: So uh, the car is, you know, rampaging through there. The, there's a the big – most of the group ends up uh, going into, like, a cemetery area through a fence uh... Where there's like a stone wall and it's got like an
1: arc and... I really would have liked to have gotten like an aerial view of this of the the area that they are because there's a there's a track, there's a dirt track and some bleachers and shit, but like
0: that would right that would, next that, to that would it, have been a cool shot, yeah,
1: because right next to that, like just enough distance to just run over there is this old ass cemetery that looks decrepit, like nobody's taking care of it. No one's been buried in there for two hundred years. It's like I would have liked to see more of the area of what was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. One, one important point that I forgot to say was uh, the uh, the teacher. What was her name again? Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. Uh, the girlfriend. She's uh, you know the one kind of leading everything. You know, people to safety. So they're 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 in there and then they're kind of hiding. And she's like she gets there. She's hiding as well. But the car comes up and it's kind of like. Like, if it's an actual person just, like, looking. Yeah. But, I mean, you still don't, you know, like, you're, it's, it's, you don't know who's behind the wheel yet. You know, you're, you're looking, you know, it's some kind of crazy dude. That's what they're thinking is, like, a yeah. psychopath is in there. Yeah, like, so, even
1: you watching it right now, you don't know. Because no. they didn't really show no. too much.
0: No, because, because the, the windows are, 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 like, super tinted black. Yeah. You can't see anything in them, you know, in there. And then she's, like, you know, puts, you know, it comes up in her. She's kind of, like, uh, like a spark plug. And, <laughs> and she starts. Uh, she's mouthing a little firecracker off. for yeah, sure. Yeah, she starts mouthing off, say you know, uh, cursing it, and she's a firecracker, like Paul said. And she goes up, so starts mouthing off to it, cussing at it, and calling him a chicken shit. And that's kind of where like the car is, like you know, revs up, and it's like you it know, gets like, real fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, that it's girl. mad. So like uh, at that point, it's like it kind of it, it goes towards the the cemetery and just smashes the the gate up. So it's like it could have got in through there like at any time. Um, and that was kind of like her her, uh, her plan was like I guess to distract it because while it's kind of like focused on her, like another person is running for like a, a hill area. So that one, uh, it's, you know, it she barely makes it. She gets to a certain spot, but she makes it because the car kind of spots her. But Yeah, that was to... uh,
1: Luke's wife, Margie. I call her Tits McGee. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you know why.
0: Huh. So, yeah, she makes it to safety, and that was, like, basically the plan.
1: There's some cool shots of the car driving down the dirt road that I thought was pretty awesome. There's, there's a lot of cool visual things on this one. If you like the desert landscape, which I do, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff of him just driving on these lonely roads and shit. I thought it was pretty cool. That's and where kind of Paul menacing. That's where Paul lives. <laughs> yes, maybe that's why. Actually, a lot of people that live up here hate the fucking desert. But I just moved up here not too long ago, so I, I still like it. Huh. Then the car's heading down the road, and there's two cop cars driving kind of parallel to each other. And they thought they got him. You know, they're yeah, like, we, we got this motherfucker.
0: It was like a game of chicken. Yeah, it really was.
1: Um, well, not like. It was a game of it chicken. It was totally totally a game of chicken. And, and, you know, there's nowhere for it to go. So they're like, we got him. He has to stop. He doesn't fucking stop. Dude, what the car does is he... He he, he turns sideways. Yeah, he, like po- cocks it, he cocks it to the right and turns sideways and, and takes to the air and starts doing these barrel rolls. Yeah, it's the just, air.
0: yeah, it's just spinning sideways, and it smashes into the cop cars. Those cop cars blow up, and Fucking done. and and the car ends up uh, back on it, back on uh, just straight, and there's no damage to it.
1: Nope, nothing. He didn't take any damage. He just he landed straight and just kept driving. Yeah. And, and that's, that's th- where you really see that, okay, something's up with this fucking car. Yeah.
0: So th- that wasn't like a, a critique to say, hey, that would, like, like what, the, what the hell is wrong with this film? That's supposed to happen. Yeah. It's supposed yeah, to happen. It. You,
1: you definitely see, okay, there's something supernatural going on. Yeah.
0: This car's got some powers and, and, you know, it can do some crazy stuff.
1: So right after that, Wade meets up with the car and the car stopped and he's got his gun pointing to him. So he starts walking closer to it, and then he, he he fires at the tires, and nothing happens. He t- gets one shot to each tire, and nothing happens. Then he shoots at the window, nothing happens. Which I'm like, okay, it could be bulletproof glass, but the Bullet, tires bulletproof rubber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the car still doesn't do anything. So Wade decides to walk up to it.
0: Yeah, what's crazy when he gets up to it is that like, and you know, that's the first thing I noticed, I don't know if you, you know, when you first watched it, same thing. But I mean, I watched the movie one time, and the first thing I noticed was that there were no door door handles. So it's like, there's no door handles. It's like, who's driving it, and how you're gonna get inside the car?
1: Yeah. Well, with that, there that was the the intention to get people to think. Like, yeah. Who the fuck? How how are you even getting into the car? But I mean, in the in the customization scene for cars, there's there's things called shaved door handles, and there's actually a little button down. At the bottom that you press. They had those back in the day? Yeah, days? they had those way back in the day. They were doing that kind of shit in like the 60s, 70s, probably even 50s. So for me, I, I didn't take that much away from that scene. But I could see what their, their intentions were with that. Because well, he even mentions it. Wade mentions it later. There were no door handles. Well, but, for, um,
0: for us plain folk. <laughs> yes.
1: But so the he gets close up to the car. And the the car actually cracks the window on the driver's side a little bit. So Wade he he got he has his gun. And he's walking closer towards it. And the door pops open a little bit. So he's, he's like, fuck, I got this guy. He's walking up. He's going to open the door. The door swings open and knocks Wade like kind of down the little hill a little bit on the side of the road. And this is kind of cool in a way where he's looking at the, the car and it's bright as shit. But like, it kind of looked like the car started fading away like it was like going to disappear or something. And then it just starts going really bright. So I'm sure that was just him passing out. But for a split second, I was kind of thinking, is, it, is the car just, like, fading away, actually? Or is it just him blacking out? So I thought it was pretty cool.
0: I I, I don't know. With me, I took it that, that he was blacking out. Yeah.
1: Um, like I said, for a split second, it kind of, like, you could see the car kind of fizzling away a little bit. But it was him blacking out. I, I'm just It just added to the whole supernatural thing to it. Yeah. Wade's
0: in the hospital waking up after being knocked out by the car. And the girls are there and they're, you know, chatting amongst each other. One thing that comes up while they're talking is that uh, they heard about what Lauren did when the car was uh, running people down over there, and she saved a bunch of people, and how she, you know, cursed at it, and then they were kind of repeating it, and, and then the other one's say, like, nah, you know, like trying to stop her from cussing. You know, it showed that they were proud of her, and, I mean, they kind of were already accepting of her before, uh, so this kind of brought it up, you know, like uh, kind of like sealed the deal where like, hey, you know, It'd be cool if, if if she did end up moving with them, and they lived together as a family, which when you know you could see in the future. Yeah. So I mean, that was kind of like okay, like it made her character you know like a stronger one where you felt more for her.
1: Yeah, I mean, you already you already started liking her. She had that that character yeah, where you're like, spunky. oh, she's cool, she's funky. <laughs> she's kind, of, she's trying to be kind of funny, which you know some of them didn't work too well, but. Uh, definitely a likable character and this kind of just pushed it a little bit more
0: yeah so i mean right there where it's like okay like you know that you could see them being a family in the future uh you know that was kind of a little touching moment the car you know it remembers who's the one that stopped stopped its uh rampage at the uh the grave site so it already has it where it wants to get her so she's at you know she's at home and then She hears a car coming or something. She, she's like, she hears, she hears a motor. So she calls up Wade and she's terrified. She's saying, Hey, I hear that motor. It's coming. I, 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 you know, it's coming closer. And, you know, not too long after that car does come up, she's at home. So, I mean, normally a car can't just, I mean, a car could smash through, through the house, but like it's kind of elevated where she's at. Yeah. So the car ends up. It does smash through there, but, for I don't know, like, it can't, like, a regular car is not going to be able to jump like what it did. Because it's not like if there was a ramp or any, anything like that yeah, it. Yeah, it just fucking flies through the, yeah, win- the so, window. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, you don't see when the car, like, where it flies from or whatever. You just see, like, she's talking on, on the phone one second. And the next second, the car's just plowing through the house from the interior. You see it coming in.
1: Yeah, straight through the front of the house. Hits her and, and goes, goes yeah exit it goes the back the, the yeah house, it goes out the other side and then back onto the
0: road and just gone yeah so I mean like how Paul said there's there's not gore there but you know that she's she's done yeah. she's gone you
1: do see a little bit of blood when they're carrying her away and and the the stretcher and the the blankets over her mm-hmm. there's a little bit of blood on the sheet yeah but. You know, they don't don't show her body all mangled up or anything.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, to me, like, like, I thought that, you know, like, I was like, there was a chance that she could survive because she was kind of a a cool character or something. But it was one of those ones where, like, if, you know, that character meant more and then when her, her, you know, when she died, it it had more of an effect.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, just the way the scene played out. You guys need to watch the movie to to get what we're talking about because it's fucking perfect. The best death scene in the movie, I think. Yeah. It was awesome. So a little bit later, uh, Wade's at home, and he's he's in his garage trying to fix his bike because they're getting ready to go out and fucking blow this thing up. They're done with it. They, they've they had enough. Um, he goes in the house real quick to get ready, and then he comes back out. He's working on something at the bench, and then just real quickly looks over, and the car is in the garage with him. And we're like, whoa, shit.
0: Yeah, that's trippy that he's just, you know, he's like, going to the uh the garage and then you open the door is it's, it's yeah, just there. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: just there. I liked how surprised he looked. Like he really was surprised. Yeah. James Brolin. I'm you know, like, "Oh shit." Know,
0: I wonder if it was one of those moments where like uh yeah, like an Alfred Hitchcock moment where a director does it on purpose where they they don't tell an actor about a certain thing. You that know, it might have been because so that they can was get, so they can get that genuine Yeah, that was uh, real emotion because like uh like I'm saying with Alfred Hitchcock like with a shower scene. I think when he did it, like, uh, from what I can recall was he used like super cold water. And then that's kind of where she was like, you know, like kind of screaming because it yeah. was so freaking cold. And then another part that I can remember on a horror movie that a uh, director did that was, uh, on the exorcist. Okay. Yeah. When, 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 uh, the priest uh, at the end, when he goes down, uh, the stairs and he's dying and then he's in, the friend's arms beat like when the friend's doing the uh the last uh rights to him before that the director like popped him in the face oh shit like like hit him like yeah so like when he's shaking and like looking with tears in his eyes those were from getting uh punched by the director in the face yeah the nose or something so like he's sh- hey
1: man it gave us that great scene yeah
0: so maybe that's that's what happened right yeah, there because
1: it was like that was some good acting if it was because that was he was really fucking startled and what was really cool about it was when Wade tries to leave and run through the garage doors. He gets knocked back because the garage doors are locked from the outside. So you're like, "How the f- how the fuck did he get in there?" We know how he got in there because it's some fucking supernatural demon car, but he still Wade still doesn't really want to believe that that's what's going on. So he's like, "How the fuck did he get in there?" And he he tries prying the lock, but every time he goes up to the to the lock, the car keeps jumping forward trying to like almost hit him. Eventually, he jumps out the window and gets on his bike and heads down the road.
0: The car's chasing him, and they already had a plan. So the cops are already setting up in this area where there's a dirt uh, uh, area where it's... It's like a canyon, sort
1: of, with high cliffs when you're you're on the bottom. There's high cliffs on either side. Yeah, so
0: there's a spot where it's like a bottomed-out area where it's it's a trap. So they got that stuff that they're setting up where they're putting uh, dynamite and the the rest of the cops uh that are you know that are left the ones that didn't get mowed down yeah um he took out a lot of fucking cops yeah they they're uh they're setting it up uh and also Amos the the guy that was the wife beater I mean he was a bad guy he's still a bad guy in my my book no yeah. matter what cuz you don't come back from that but even him he I guess he's the the dynamite expert for some reason yeah uh but so so he's the one that's that's helping out set up the dynamite uh so they're using him for that Uh, so they're, they're setting it up. Brolin's on the bottom with his bike. So the bike can't get out because, uh, you you know, it's, it's in a steep area where it's, it's the trap. So he can't get out with the bike, but he gets to a part where he can jump off the bike and there was like rope set up for him so he can climb out. So the car's like, you know, almost getting him a few times, but, uh, he ends up climbing out from that and they set up their dynamite. They, the trap goes off. Uh, they believe, that you know, like you see the the explosion, and that it seems like that's the end of the car, or is it?
1: Or is it? Don't don't don't. This is a great fucking movie. Everybody should watch it. I know I say that about every movie we review, pretty much.
0: It's it's kind of one where like uh, like I mean for Paul because I didn't see it as a kid. Yeah. But um, it's one of the ones where you watch it as a as a child. And it's nostalgic. You, yeah, but you see it and, like, you have fond memories of it. Yeah. Where, some you know, the, the bad thing is sometimes you can see something as a child and you have those fond memories, but then you watch it as as an adult and you're like, I like that. <laughs> but this one wasn't like that. This one was, was, you know, like Paul told me about this one and this was my first time watching it and I enjoyed it. So to me, it w- it was a good movie. It held up. Um, I mean, it could be remade again if they wanted they to. Actually,
1: uh, I was going to talk to you about that. They did a sequel. that came out a few months ago or late last year. Was it's the how com- was, did you watch it? I didn't watch it. Um, I'm going to, but I heard it's nothing but garbage. That's
0: that's what happens sometimes yeah, with the sequels, it, I guess. Same. And the
1: reason why I kind of think that it is is I've seen the trailer and some of the marketing and shit, and they made it into like this Mad Max kind of. Have you seen Doomsday? No. Uh, it's kind of like a Mad Max kind of doomsday type of movie. Mm. It's like way bigger than the original was. More people, a lot more shit going on. It's like this post-apocalyptic kind of thing. And then the car itself looks horrible. All it is is like a Chrysler 300 with uh, some red angel eye headlights.
0: No, and that's I'm, it. To me, it's like the, the look, of, like, I mean, like I said, you you said they already remade it. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you're,
1: I mean, well, this it's, is already, a, it's already done. This but. is a uh, it's supposed to be a, like a direct sequel. Mm. It takes place, you know, so many years into the future. Uh, the guy who played Luke... In a, pocala, in a post-apocalyptic world. Yes, the guy who played Luke in the original one, uh, Ronnie no. Cox. He came back, but he's playing a different character. Mm.
0: No gas is is uh, is anywhere. Yes. but somehow this car is still moving.
1: Exactly. So I'm like, dude, you took such a simple fucking awesome frightening movie and made it into something that's like the complete opposite so i i'll watch it just so i could shit on it but i'm not expecting anything i'm not expecting to like it at all even though i i was saying how i'm not that hard on movies the car was a, as a classic. It's
0: to it's me. A, to me, as like I said, if you, if you remade it, you should keep that same car, that same look.
1: Yeah, they didn't at all. Like I said, all it is is a that fucking same Chrysler horn. That same. I don't know if they kept the horn,
0: but that you had to keep that horn too. I don't know. I haven't watched it so. Yeah. So I mean, that horn. Like you know. Like I said, certain movies they have those sounds, and and that's one of the sounds that you know.
1: When I hear that horn, say like I know it's from the car. Yep. Anytime you hear that from now on, you're gonna know that's from the car. Yep. So definitely go and check it out um it's one of my summer favorites if it if you guys like it you maybe throw it into your summer rotation too so that wraps up our review of the car and i'm glad that memo enjoyed that as much as he did
0: yeah i mean i've never like i told paul's like I've, I've never watched it i heard a little bit about it in you know simpsons and futurama like references uh but i never got a chance to really watch it and then Paul suggested it, so, you know, I gave it a shot, and, you know, it was, it was worth a watch, and and I was telling Paul, I was like, you know, I'd, I'd watch it again. There you go. I hope you guys go check it out.
1: So, if uh, a lot of you Cryptsters have been wondering where Chris McEwen's been, I got him on the phone right now, live from Tennessee. What's up, Chris?
2: What's up, man?
1: How you been? Yeah.
2: Uh, I've been pretty good. I've been out here trying to put my roots down in Tennessee. Um, I'm on remote location for this recording. Yes.
1: Yes. Live from Tennessee, but, it's Chris McEwen.
2: Yeah, just for is? anybody that's, that cares or anybody that's wondering where I've been, uh, we, me and my family made this huge cross-country move, so... We were in California, and now we're out here in lovely Knoxville, Tennessee. So we've just been unpacking, getting established, looking for jobs and stuff like that. So I'm not I'm not gone. I'm just kind of on hiatus.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely still on the show. Um, we're getting that all figured out, all the technical mumbo-jumbo.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to
1: – we've
2: been going back and forth on the best way to to record with me this far away. And, um, hopefully this, what we've got going now will sound all right, but we're going to, we're still going to tweak it and I might get some new equipment out here, some new recording gear and, uh, make sure that it sounds just as good as it did before.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Cause, uh, Chris isn't dead. He's
2: still, no, I didn't die in case anybody was wondering.
1: They might've, <laughs> <laughs> you never know.
2: <laughs> well, I might, if I keep using my phone while I'm driving. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm saying, man, you should, like, just fucking pull into a parking lot or something, dude.
2: That's not as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I drive around and everybody's staring at me because I look, I look like I'm talking to myself. All right, so, yeah, yeah I mean, um, I just wanted to call in. I know I'm not a big part of this episode, but I just want to let you guys know where I'm at and what's going on. And I do plan to continue to be a part of the podcast and hopefully get back into doing full episodes with Paul. Um as far as the storm for anybody that's been trying to follow that. Yeah, I was gonna um, ask you about that. Yeah, sorry sorry that you you've been having to wait on that. Um but I won't go into the details, but Paul knows that we I recently had some technical difficulties. Oh, um that's gonna set me back a little bit on <laughs> yeah. that whole project. But um I'm still working on that. Um I'll, one another thing I'm gonna start doing is Because a lot of people watch their movies on Netflix, so I think we're going to try to start doing, like, Netflix picks and just let you guys know because there's a lot of scary movies on Netflix, and most of them are not that great, but every now and then you kind of come across a gem. So I want to make it a point of of pointing those out to people because I love finding those myself. Yeah, I kind of wanted to
1: do a little bit more of that in the episodes. If not full-on reviews of the movies, at least, like, you know, a little top five list or something. Of the ones yeah, that we
2: checked out or... Yeah, just like make recommendations for you guys because I, I love I love finding obscure movies that may or may, you know, maybe they didn't make it all the way into the movie theaters, but there's some good movies out there.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I've found a lot of them on Shudder and um, Tubi. Tubi's a free app. There's some good horror on there too.
2: Okay, yeah, see, so um, we've still got stuff in mind and I'm still going to be a part of this whole project, but just a lot of things up in the air right now so i'm working on getting back to it
1: well thanks for calling in chris uh know i miss you a lot I'm sure our, our Cripsters do
2: yeah I, d- I definitely miss being able to physically sit down and have a beer and record an episode but yes. we'll we'll make it work
1: This is one of those other movies that I, I have to watch every summer. And um I have made I made Memo watch it for this episode and I'm hoping that he enjoys it. We'll see. What do you think,
0: Memo? Well, I mean you yeah, you introduced me to this movie because uh even though it is Steven Spielberg, uh I've I've never heard of uh Duel ever until you mentioned it to me. So uh I, you know, ended up watching it. Uh, I did enjoy it. I mean, it's it didn't end up being my one of my favorites, but it was a, a, a good movie, and it was uh, done for TV. So when I when I watched it, it was it seemed like it was big, you know, especially that TV and for the time, it seemed like it was bigger than uh, than most things that would come out on TV. Yeah,
1: and here's and here's another reason for it. Um, the original TV run was around seventy four minutes. Um, and then they decided, I think a year later, to release it in theaters overseas mm-hmm. to see how it how it would do. And for a theatrical run, it was a little too short. So they actually went back and added scenes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spielberg came in and they shot some more scenes to make it a 90-minute a movie or close to 90-minute movie. So the version that we're watching now is that, the
0: extended version.
1: Yeah, it's the extended version. So it feels like a, a full movie. And they actually added a few cuss words here and there. Um, A few shits and stuff to make it. Few shits and giggles. Yeah, a little few shits and giggles to make it seem more like a a a theatrical movie instead of a TV movie, and that's why you got that feel. You didn't feel like it was a a TV movie.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, that was my first time uh, watching it, and you know, like I said, it might not be like where I go, oh, this is a classic or something for me, but. It still, you know, rates pretty high. Like I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Like when Paul told me about it, uh, I watched it and I came up, you know, I liked the movie and I'd watch it again. Uh, and I mean, it's got its points where it's like I, I enjoyed uh, certain parts of it, some parts of the story. This one was one where uh, when you're watching it, it's more driven on the feel and the kind of the tension and internalized uh character development and uh, you know that was that was a cool part of it but then also like i you know i might have a little gripe here and there kind of a little nitpicky stuff no that that's totally telling, fine man yeah that i was telling paul about uh i mean it, and it's not that big of a deal and it and like i said it still didn't like make me like uh say hey this was this movie was trash or nothing because because it's not it was it was uh, done very well, uh, you know, directing-wise, acting-wise, uh, story-wise, uh, all very good.
1: So we're going to do, like, a quick overview of this movie.
0: Yeah, because with this one, it's like there's a lot of driving in it, and uh, it's not... There's parts where it's like there's no real dialogue going on. There's some internalized dialogue on some parts, which is fine uh, to help the story go along. Uh, but, it, like I said, it's more about, like, the feel of what's going on and the... and uh, the tension that is building uh, upon uh, our main character, Hero.
1: The atmosphere, um, the eeriness of being alone on this road for short periods of time. Yeah.
0: And, and, and I mean, like, like I said, one, one of the things that's enjoyable about it is uh, like this kind of thing. It could happen to anyone. Like, I mean, uh, like I was watching uh, the, the writer talk about like what inspired him on it. Yeah. So it did that, that basic incident kind of happened to him. I mean not to the degree where this movie <laughs> <No>. played out <laughs> but shit. I mean the the same kind of thing almost kind of happened but not so drawn out um and I'm I mean I'm sure Paul or anyone that lives that that drives in LA that they've probably had like some type of uh uh or even, you know, just or just at least hear about it like some uh, road rage which is more more popular now than yeah. it was back then. Here in
1: Southern California, that's the thing to do.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not into it. I mean that's not the type of driver that I am, but I know there's drivers out there that are like that.
1: I'm not gonna lie, man, there's some times where I have like I I just get so fucking pissed off. I'm not saying it was cool and I wouldn't do it again, but I was when I was younger, uh this, this this girl cut me off and she did it a few times and just act a fucking stupid. But I I mean, follow- but, that, but,
0: but that's kind of like where someone's kind of asking
1: for it. Yeah, just- it almost was. But I, mean, where- I mean, I'm
0: not saying that it's, it's right
1: either way. No, where I took it was uh, a little too far. So I got so on her ass. So she's dead now. <laughs>
0: yes. No, she's not. <laughs> she's
1: riding her way in the crypt over there. <laughs> no, uh, I just got on her ass and and followed her for like a good 10 or 15 miles. So you tailgated her. <laughs> yes, she was going in all kinds of different fucking... Uh, streets and all this shit and i'm just following her right on her ass like there's times where i get like that but it's not cool i shouldn't have done it and i'm not like that anymore because i I got kids and shit now i'm like my biggest fear is if i did something like that those fuckers would follow me home and now they know where i live and you
0: don't know if they got uh like you know if they're packing to me it's like i always think about consequences of i mean not all the time but you know i try to think more before acting um, but yeah like i said that that you know that could happen any time uh with me it happened and from what I remember not too long ago, maybe about uh eh, i'd say about eight months, something like that i was on the i was uh, coming i was in long beach coming up uh i went up the seven ten to the ninety one and there's uh the seven the, you know the interchange right there and there's a lot of trucks that go through there, so most of the trucks are on the left side i 'm cutting in on the right side. And one of the trucks didn't want to let me through. But, oh, I, I mean, I cut in anyway. Yeah. But he was right on my ass. So it kind of felt like the same thing. <laughs> like, like, you know, so that movie, it kind of reminded me of, uh, of that. But nice. it was not to the degree of that. But I was like, I, like, I could have died, you know? Like, if if that truck would have just kept going. Yeah. Because he didn't want to let me in for nothing.
1: No, he was probably thinking, dude, I'm bigger than you, so fuck off.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, my car is a small little car. Uh you know, it's not an SUV or nothing, but even if you got an SUV that, that you That's know, no, smaller, no matter, right? some truck's going to take you out anyways. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, like I said, it, you know, I had that experience as well, but not to the degree of where this movie Yeah, so, goes
1: to. so this movie's definitely relatable to those of us in California? Yeah, or wherever. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's, you know, I'm I'm sure other people have Yeah, had, no, definitely. They could have been, you know, like,
0: you messed up or that other person messed up. You know, everybody, you know, has a little... We can all make a mistake on the road or something. Yeah. This is not where like on the movie, that's not what happens on here. But I mean, like, you know, we're talking about road rage, like it's one thing where you make a mistake or something and it's like, oh, you know, you feel like crap. Like that's with me. Yeah. Like if I make a mistake I'm gonna like put my head down and I'm gonna feel like oh fuck, I messed up. I'm, I'm i you know, you feel stupid and you wanna let that person just go. You're gonna go home and you, beat you, yourself yeah, with a whip. Yeah, you don't you kinda like <laughs> you just like you're looking straight forward. You don't wanna look at that person in the because <laughs> you know you messed up. Yeah. You know, so like like other people, they just keep like I've had that happen where I messed up and like the person just keeps like looking. It's like I messed up, so it's like, yeah, you know, I feel bad, but it's like if you're gonna keep looking at me like, for what? <laughs> What's the point? Yeah, it's like yeah, I know I messed up. Like if you want to pass me, go ahead, but and I'm not gonna like pursue it. Like I don't know I know I'm, but I've had it the other way around where somebody messed up on me and then. They almost caused me to like smack into it, but like I'm not, I, I, you know, like I back off because I, I see that they're almost, they're almost gonna like hit into me or something. So it's like, okay, like I see it happening. So I back off. And then this, uh, the other person's like mad for whatever reason. And I don't know why because they're the one that screwed up. And I'm kind of looking at them like, you're stupid. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking in my head. But, uh, you know, for some reason, they feel like they're right. Uh, what's your deal, buddy? <laughs> And that's kind of what happens in the movie, too, because, you know, like, there's a part where that, you know, that truck, you know, gets in front of him, cuts him off. And he's kind of like, you know, and then it's going to finally them through. And he's like, you know, he goes like, finally, like, I don't know, he says something like Charlie or something like he's like, finally, Charlie or yeah. something. And uh, so it's kind of like that same feeling.
1: Yeah. So the the movie starts off and and Dave, he's uh, leaving his house. And he lives in Los Angeles, like mm-hmm. in the city.
0: Yeah, and he's like a, uh, like a businessman.
1: Yeah. And uh, the, it's, it's really cool how they did this. And this was actually one of the extended shots that they did uh, a year later to make the movie longer. Oh, so, so it,
0: it helped out with the story? Yeah. So, like, so he didn't have like the wife there or anything before? No, the,
1: the, the shot is when he's leaving, he's leaving his house, and you just see the point of view of him driving down the road and through the city and up through the, uh, the pass towards like Lancaster and yeah, shit. Yeah, cuz he
0: was cutting through the city and there yeah. was, that's when the the traffic was all right there.
1: Yeah, and that that was one of the scenes that they added later so like the original cut of the movie doesn't have that. So, so. he's just
0: driving like through LA like there's nothing there's no traffic. I, no,
1: I imagine that it starts off him already kind of in the desert mm. and driving. So they just added a few minutes there mm. of of the extra it helps driving. it helps out. Yeah, cause. and it was really cool though because you know me and Memo were from around here. So like a lot of the the landmarks and shit, they're still there. So I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I yeah. remember that.
0: I know that tunnel. Yeah, there's one spot. Yeah, especially when he's going like up the five. Yeah, and oh. you see
1: Pasadena, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I'm like, I, th- I go there all the time. Yeah. The 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 freeway number is different though. Did you notice that? Yeah, they changed up. Some yeah, stuff. I was like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it changes that stuff up. And then when he also like when he ends up like uh, like almost like crashing, like he crashed into that fence. That how you said that there's still some stuff left over. I was reading up the trivia yeah, that, w- still that there. cafe is still there. I was like, I mean, I haven't seen it myself, no, but I that's pretty, that's pretty, yeah, there, but I mean, that's pretty interesting that, that, you know, it was made so long ago and it's still standing. Yeah.
1: I think it's only like an hour or so drive from here. Mm. So I, one of these days I will.
0: Yeah. So on this movie, uh, most of the thing is like how I was saying, it was kind of like a road rage, a uh, road rage thing. Um, but it's kind of like out of nowhere because the, like it's a, a highway that they're going through and it's a two, you know, just one lane going one direction, the other lane going the opposite direction. And, um, he, you know, Dave uh, comes up upon this uh, truck and he ends up passing it up because it's one of those trucks that are, you know, it's not really moving very fast. So he passes that truck up. Uh, no problem. That's kind of like what everybody would do anyways. Yeah. Uh, once, you know, it's safe, he gets through. No big deal. But uh afterwards uh for some reason that truck driver gets it in where you know, he's mad about it for who knows why. Yeah. It doesn't it never
1: really gets explained, but that's not the point anyways. No. And so now the, the truck is this old like just rusted, dirty truck from probably like the the late fifties or something. It's not one of those small cab ones. It's the big fucking trucks. Yeah, very and, dirty looking Yeah, and you could you could see a driver, there's a driver. It's not like with the car where there's some supernatural shit going on. There's an actual driver in there, but they don't ever like full... they don't you a show full, his face. they yeah. just show
0: like his arm, his uh, boot, um, but yeah, the like you're talking about the truck. it's like yeah, you see the truck and and the way you described it. also it's like uh, burping out a bunch of smog uh, gas right there, so that's one thing that uh Dave comments on, uh, so I mean he passes up that truck. That Trek, uh for some reason, he gets mad, uh, blows his horn on him out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, and then if it was you or me, we'd be, we'd feel startled as well. You know, yeah. like the way, same reaction as Dave. So that's one thing that I liked about the movie was it's kind of, it's an everyday man kind of thing. Like, and, and, uh, anyone or, or women, like anyone on that road, uh, would feel that same way and would have the same feelings that Dave ends up going through throughout this story, um, So the guy blows his horn. So he's, he's startled from that. And then that truck, uh, ends up speeding up and passing him up. So it's kind of weird. Like if it was, you know, if you're in a regular car, you, you can usually pass up those big trucks and, and stay ahead of them. But this one, it was, it was chugging along going slow, got pissed off for some reason. And now, uh, he, you know, he passes up, uh, Dave and instead of like keeping up the speed, he goes slow again.
1: Yeah, he goes real slow just to piss him off.
0: Yeah. So Dave's right there. Like, like, you know, he's going, you know, like, ah, like,
1: getting yeah, he's angst. getting frustrated. Yeah, he's getting
0: frustrated in the back. Uh, we're, you know, we're feeling it too. Cause I mean, we feel the same way. Yeah. As Dave, like, what the hell's going on? Like, why is this guy doing this? Uh, so at one point, like, they get to a, a, a turn and the truck driver ends up, uh, waving Dave. So Dave, is like, all right, you know, he's like, I don't know. He's like, finally, Charlie, or whatever I said before. He said some kind of line like that. So he ends up, uh, going to the left so he can, uh, pass up truck the trucks and said, driver's waving him on. Yeah. He,
1: you can see his arm sticking out and he's waving him on. Come on, you're good.
0: Yeah. So like Paul was saying, there's an actual driver there. Uh, so he goes to, you know, the passing lane to try to get through and he ends up almost trying to kill that, that, uh, Dave. Uh, the truck driver almost tries to kill him yeah, because, because there's-, there's an oncoming car. Going the opposite direction. So it's not, it's, it, that truck driver was trying to get him into a head on collision. Yeah. And he was so, like, just like, he was stunned. Like, yeah, cause shit. Yeah. He was like, yeah, the stun thing. And then he's like almost losing control, trying to get back into yep. the lane, slowing down and get back, getting back in there. So, you know, like this is one of the parts where he's internalizing, uh, more cause he's like, uh, that guy just tried to kill me, you know he and and that dialogue is not coming out of his uh voice, and that's that's kind of one thing that I was telling Paul like it's one of those parts uh that I was saying like yeah it's it's cool that it has that internal dialogue, but at that point, I was telling Pauls like I, if it was you or me, we're not gonna internally say that, yeah, we're gonna think that too, but we're gonna say something we're gonna yeah. be like, what the fuck or yeah. or or like like you know like some kind of thing we're gonna have some kind of strong reaction, like i don't usually cuss, but like if it was me." Uh, I I would even guess cause because no, I like, would have been like fucking it, fuck, cause, fuck cause, what the fuck yeah because your heart's gonna be in your throat it's gonna go up there because and it's gonna be beating fast yeah from almost dying right there, uh, and then you're not gonna you know it's like you know what happened why did that guy do that and you kind of think like okay maybe he's got something he got his his fun and that's it but it just keeps
1: going uh, another thing about the truck though if you didn't notice it right then um, you do you do later on is on his front bumper, he has a lot of uh, license plates from different cars, different States. So you're like, what the fuck's that all about? And I'm like, that's gotta be his victims, mm-hmm. you know? And that, that's when you think, okay, this, this guy's something's up with this dude. He's out to just kill people.
0: Kind of reminds me of, uh, uh, I mean, even though it's not the same thing or not, not totally the thing, but, uh, what's that damn, uh, that creature, from um, jeepers creepers oh yeah yeah Cause exactly that, the same kind of feel of the vehicle yep because it was like dingy old school but like it had like i don't know With the, i mean that one was just old school but with the creepers it has kind of little you know nuances on it yeah which is, but it had still like that old dingy. had that old, same dingy feel yeah it had thing. that same feel for sure um and then like that license plate but he had a personalized one he didn't have i don't think he had multiple ones
1: no but he had was, multiple victims from everywhere yeah it was uh eating you yeah <laughs> that was really cool but, yeah, you see that, and you're like, shit, man, He th- these are from his victims. So you know that he's trying to kill fucking Dave. He wants to toy with him a little bit, but that's, that's his that, ultimate that, goal. And
0: that's that's where most of this story goes through. It's like this uh, this uh, truck driver is just toying with him uh, for the most part throughout this whole movie until towards the end uh, where we get to the climaxes where it's like, okay, like he's done playing with them, and he's ready to take him out. But uh, before, you know all that stuff happens there you know there's a lot of driving that goes on and tension that's going on and it's a lot of uh dave's internal thoughts of what's uh happening and uh they get to a point where we're talking about that uh that restaurant that's still standing he gets to that part but like i mean the restaurant doesn't come up until he ends up crashing because that truck driver uh is right on his ass and they're going about over 90 miles per hour and it's like okay what big rig do you know and and it's it's got a load on it it's got uh fuel yeah so it's not like if it's a light uh truck where it's just by itself where it has a a small load it's got it's got gas
1: yeah dave keeps telling himself there's got to be something up with that truck it's souped up it can't go that fast Yeah,
0: it's just like no no you know, I mean, those trucks are powerful but not to be going like ninety with the full load like that. Yeah. Well, Especially I mean, on curves.
1: And yeah, in curves. I was just gonna say, if you have a long stretch of road, those fucking trucks can go fast, man. But yeah, but, but when this he's is on some curves, curves, yeah, and going up and down a hill and stuff it's mm-hmm. You know, even going down a hill, they they got to slow down.
0: Gear. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that does come up later, though. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, he he ends up uh, going right on his ass. Dave kind of like wants to get away, so he sees kind of an open spot. He but he he loses it. He doesn't. He's not a great driver, so he ends up <laughs> like going to the left, smashing into a fence, and he ends up stopping over at a at a little cafe area. But before he gets there, um. He, some old man comes up to him and like just there, but it's kind of weird because he just, he crashes into the fence. Yeah. And then that old man just pops up like maybe like two seconds <laughs> later. Like, like it's not like if it felt like if they cut and then like he got there. It's like if the old man was like, okay, like I knew you're going to crash right here. And I just like took two steps. Yes. And then I'm, I'm like. I'm like feeling on your neck to see like if there's a bone sticking out of you cuz he, he was like it's funny cuz he's like the guy like he was, I guess he was trying to be like a good samaritan or something but to me it was kind of like if I don't know like
1: kind of annoying he was a little bit <laughs> because what I like, thought
0: cuz it's like you go there and then you're like you know that the guy's kind of freak he's like just smashed into to the uh fence he's freaked out you see him breathing all hard and then he like he's all touching him like hey are you okay? like first he's kind of like okay that's cool like he's checking on him if he's okay but
1: then he's all touching him it's like dude why are you touching him yeah well that's what i was gonna say i thought it was kind of creepy that he's over there touching him and then he's like laughing and shit too yeah, it's yeah. just a little
0: bit of whiplash yeah he's okay like he's talking to some other uh old guy in the on the uh in the background yeah and nobody nobody mentions hey who's gonna fix that fucking fence yeah it's like nobody cares no, nobody cares. So, so uh he ends up going into that uh, cafe, and that's when more eternalized uh, stuff goes in. Um, he uh gets in there and he ends up seeing that the truck that that uh almost ran him off the road ends up parking over by the cafe while he's in there. First, he's in the uh, in the bathroom trying to like calm himself down, saying like, okay, this guy he's done. like he's he's gonna keep going up on the road." I can, you know, try to get, you know, rid of this memory. It'll be just a bad memory in, in the past. So, he, you know, he's like thinking, I don't have to deal with this guy anymore. Uh, you know, we'll be okay. He can keep going up the road so he can get to this business meeting that he's supposed to get to. He's in the bathroom. He's thinking that, he, uh, you know, it's over, done with. And he ends up uh, getting out of the bathroom. And he spots that the truck is just parked right outside so he doesn't you know earlier on he stopped before to get gas and the truck driver was there too and he spotted the guy's arm that's all you could see you could see the guy's boot but that's it the truck driver you couldn't see his face so you can't tell who he is uh so he's in the cafe and he starts uh freaking out uh thinking that he doesn't know which one's what he sees couple people with cowboy boots that look like the that same truck driver's boots um so he's getting paranoid thinking that when that the guy that almost killed him is in there you know watching him enjoying him uh you know <laughs> enjoying just, him no well enjoying him just like freaking out you know yeah. like, like just toying with him yeah, like he's a, toying like, with a, him. like a cat and a mouse exactly so he's looking around he internalizes it's kind of in his head. It's in his head where he's like thinking, what, like, what if I go up to this guy and I talk to him and be like, you know what? Like, you had your fun. Uh, just cut it out and, and, and I'll just buy you a beer and, and we'll be even. You know, hard feelings and let it be over. You know, he just wants it to be, you know, that he doesn't want anything to go to escalate. So that's the kind of guy he is. He's like a a guy that where he kind of thinks a lot and he doesn't want confrontation. So he tries to stay off of confrontation as much as he can. Uh, so he's, he goes, you know, he's thinking this in his head. He goes to one and then the other in his head, but he doesn't actually do that. He's just quiet in, in the, uh, the booth. Uh, and he ends up seeing another guy and he thinks it's the guy and he, ends up uh, having a fight with the guy because he talks to him and he figures this is the guy so he tells him to cut it out and the guy does you know he's talking to him he's like what are you talking about? Yeah. He has and no he, idea what yeah, he's talking about. Yeah. And so he's like you know what I'm talking about like quit it. So the guy gets mad like he and like uh, Dave I think he ends up knocking his uh, plate. Yeah he knocks th- the sandwich out of his hand. Yeah so, so the guy gets pissed off because it's like okay like the guy didn't do anything to him and this stranger is like knocking his sandwich off and he just wanted to eat. So he like, he ends up, uh, punching Dave, yeah. beating the crap out of him.
1: They get into a full on bar fight? <laughs> yeah. So, so,
0: but I mean, Dave doesn't really have a chance. He's not a fighter. So, no. he, so he gets beat up and then the, the manager slash cook saves him and just wants Dave to get out of there. So that, like, you know, he argues with, you know, he talks to the both of them says he wants dave to leave and he talks to the guy that you know like to come him down he'll he'll just get him another sandwich because the guy was upset that you know the guy knocked the sandwich off onto the floor so the guy just ends up leaving forgetting you know forgetting about the sandwich and he ends up taking off in a different truck so it ends up like the the big rig truck uh ends up taking off so he was never in the diner he just, no, he was waiting. He out. just wanted to get paranoid.
1: Yeah, he was waiting somewhere. He, I don't think he was inside of the truck, but he was somewhere, but not in the diner. Yeah,
0: he was out, out of the eye view. You can see where he's yeah. at. So he, it ends up taking off. Dave starts chasing it, but of course, he's not going to come uh, catch up to a vehicle. So he ends up uh, taking off later, thinking that the truck's gone, but no, the game keeps going on.
1: So we're going to skip ahead a little bit to the towards the sort of the end of the movie. Um, it's a lot of uh, of driving, uh, like Memo said, a lot of him thinking about things going on, a uh, lot of cat and mouse going on. Yeah. But it's 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 all tension filled, and it builds up. And I don't want to ruin everything for for you guys because this is an awesome movie. I think everybody should see it. Um, and I, I'm not. We're not actually not going to give the very ending of the movie away either. So this is sort of a, a kind of a spoiler movie. We just wanted to let you know, like, somewhat of what Dave's character is, and uh, the the truck driver. One one
0: thing that I'll say that it's 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 a spoiler, but not a spoiler, because we already kind of mentioned it. Uh, the truck driver, we never see who the truck driver is. No. So that that's one thing that comes up on it, but that's kind of all I wanted to say about the movie. But just to, I just wanted to entice people to to watch it because it, it is worth a watch. It was a good movie um and like i said uh, the internalized terror thing and uh dave being kind of like a everyday guy like you can you know it could be anybody it could be a man or a woman it doesn't matter that's what makes
1: this movie scary you know it's not a horror movie in a the traditional sense but it's scary if you psychological
0: thriller yeah if
1: you imagine yourself in that situation what
0: what would you do and then to me like in the beginning maybe you know you'd probably be kind of like dave what he does like kind of like push it to the side uh i don't know if i'd go as far as how it ends you know what 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 happens but i mean i could see you know like yourself thinking what dave's thinking and going through his feelings that he's going through
1: as far as the overview goes we're kind of going to leave it right there i know if you're you've been listening to it and kind of getting into the movie that just gives you more incentive to go watch it um because there's a lot of cool stuff and i don't want I don't want it to give it away.
0: Yeah, especially that we were talking about it. And then, like I told Paul, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen uh, Duel or heard of Duel before. Uh, same thing with the car. Like, I mean, I haven't with with both of them. We, can't, we, we talked about car, gave it away. Yeah, I think. Most, and that's most of it, not, not everything.
1: Well, that's another reason why I, I didn't want it get too far into duel because i there are some stuff that we said about the car in the car review that i'm like oh we probably should have just left that out so that yeah people go see the movie but,
0: but with duel it's like it's i think we're in a good point because to to leave it for yeah. the audience to watch it if they want to watch it because uh like i said it's worth a watch and most of it is like you have to watch it to appreciate
1: it yeah i will let you know that the ending is is fulfilled it's an ending it it doesn't lead up into anything else um you you're gonna go away take away from the movie like okay i feel good about what happened what i just saw it's it's a cool ending the whole movie is great uh it's one of those like i said i gotta watch every year a few times a year if i can um just go out and watch it uh let us know what you guys think of the movies of the episode of the show all together just hit us up on our social media and i'd like to thank memo for coming out hanging out with us tonight Thank you again,
0: Paul. I enjoyed it. Next time? Next time. All right, buddy. Just send up uh, the, the crypt signal. <laughs> I'll, just, uh, yes, well, I'll, not, I'll light not the crypt signal. Not.
1: <laughs> I'll get all kinds okay. of gangsters That's and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, the podcast from the crypt signal. Yes.
1: Make sure to add that T yes. on there.
0: Or uh, we'll just say, or what better, uh, the crypt keeper signal. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll
1: figure it out. Alright guys, I hope you have a good night and stay creepy. Alright, have a good night, Cripsters.